Welcome to the Voice of Retail podcast, edition number 18 for the week of November 19th. The Black Friday special edition brought to you in conjunction with Retail Council of Canada, sponsored by Stream Commerce, fastest growing Shopify Plus agency in North America. Learn more at streamcommerce.com. All right, let's jump into it. It's the Black Friday week. It's been a busy week for uh, a whole bunch of things. Uh, I think I've spent most of my week in front of a microphone in one way, shape, or another, so it's really excellent to have the uh, opportunity to chat about retail uh, from coast to coast, really. Uh, lots of radio, a bit of TV was on uh, CP24 talking about, uh, about Black Friday. And this year, a bit of extra top spin for a couple of reasons. Retail Council of Canada came out with a, a study that talked about um, shopping behaviors. Uh, Retail Council of Canada usually does you know, commercial business type research, but in this case, talked to 2,500 Canadians coast to coast about what their intentions were for Black Friday and lots of interesting insights that came out of that. Uh, so lots of stuff to talk about with the media, but then of course the extra top spin of the Canada Post rotating job actions. Uh, so um, some concern there. I mean, certainly a lot of concern that uh, the uh, the job actions were going to disrupt package delivery at this uh, so important time of the year. Retail Council kind of jumped in and, and strongly advocated um, amped up their uh, their advocacy and and uh, discussions all the way through to. Uh, a letter publicized to uh, the Prime Minister to get Canada Post back to work. Not something they wanted to do, of course. Uh, on the whole, uh, we all have much, much better things to do than to worry about someone else's labor issues. Uh, but it came to a point where uh, we needed, as an organization, or Retail Council Canada, and the rest of, of retail needed to get uh, more security around what was going on on Black Friday. And so we're still, it's a Black Friday edition, we're still uh, not back to work fully. Uh, the Senate is sitting on the weekend, which is highly unusual, and I guess a testament to how seriously uh, the government and members of, uh, of Parliament and the Senate consider the risk to the economy. So, you know, make a long story short, um, we or I have great confidence in the men and women of Canada Post once they're back at work, that they will do their best to deliver the holidays, to clear out whatever backlog there is. There's certainly a backlog. There's some debate about how much backlog there is. Canada Post saying it's huge and the folks from Cup W saying it's not that big. Yeah, it's being exaggerated. Uh, well, whatever the case, uh, there's certainly more packages there today than there were uh, yesterday. Uh, so we hope that that can get cleared up. Uh, our encouragement, my encouragement in the media has been uh, to consumers, don't wait. This is not the year to procrastinate. Hey, that rhymes. Um, maybe I'll try that. <laughs> I think I forgot that that rhymes actually. Um, and a bunch of other tips, right? So there's lots of retailers who, uh, who you can shop online and pick up in store. I've covered those extensively as recently as, uh, you know, Canadian Tire with their pickup, uh, their large pickup, uh, machine. Uh, and you know, listen, if you're shot, you know, many, many from, uh, it's almost too many Walmart. I've listed some, so I'm going to list some more. You know, Walmart's got great processes, uh, Canadian Tire, um, Best Buy, uh, many, many retailers have that opportunity. So anyway, so that's been the message out uh, through the media to Canadian consumers, and, and hopefully that resonates and uh, things move along well. So far, so good. Uh, actually, a little bit of fun for those of you who do not know, Shopify actually has this very fun site. Uh, that allows you to track on a minute-by-minute -minute basis global sales. Uh, I'm just going to check it now. Shopify's 
BFCN Live Map. That's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So it's a look of global global sales on Shopify. Very fun. Watch Black Friday, Cyber Monday happen in real time. So it is at um, just look it up. You know, search it in in that phrase that I said. But it's really located at uh, let's see what's the address. It's datastories.shopify.com. And uh, let's check it out right now. So you know, it's a Saturday morning. Actually, I'm a little late in recording. Sales per minute, two hundred and thirty five at. Ooh, 237, 239, it's building already, it's US dollars, uh, 3,000 orders per minute, it's not even Black Friday day, it's not even Cyber Monday, it's Saturday, so uh, th- keep your eye on this uh, very fun site actually, if you didn't know about that from our friends at Shopify. Alright, well let's jump into the news uh, that I picked up during the week. Uh, first of all, uh, this news comes from or is extracted from Retail Council of Canada's Retail This Week e-news product goes out to about 25, uh, 27,000 uh, retail industry insiders. I put it together for them on a weekly basis, curating retail news. Um, and in the news this week, of course, lots of stuff about Black Friday and and, uh, and Canada Post and, and all other kind of things. But um, so the number one story, of course, was government moves to end the postal strike. So I'm not going to dwell anymore on that. We've talked about that a fair bit. Um, so the other fun thing was Canada Goose oh, turns dressing rooms into freezers. This from the Montreal Gazette. So they opened up a store, a great store, uh, seen some pics in Montreal. And in it is a freezer. So you can actually, it's minus 25 degrees Celsius, walk inside, uh, check out the coat. I, you know, unsolicited product uh, support here. I have a Canada Goose jacket. I'm from Ottawa. I know how cold cold can be. I love my Canada Goose jacket. It's probably the best one I ever had in my life. Um, again, non-solicited, non-funded uh, product support there. I do like their jackets. Um, and this is fun. I think what's more fun about it, that, you know, this locker, is that when you look at it from the outside in, it looks like you're in the middle of an ice cube. Uh, so it's really well-branded. It's nice uh, Instagrammable pick. It's fun. And, and it's actually not the first one. Um, it's the fifth one to include the fancy freezer, as they call it in the article. Beijing will be the sixth, and uh, you know that'll be a big part of the uh, the rollout in China. So congratulations to Canada Goose uh, for some fun uh, link to the product. And I got to say, I was at Yorkdale a Shopping Mall in uh, in Toronto last week, uh, just a midweek for a cup of coffee, and uh, there's a line for um, Canada Goose. There's nothing going on. There's just a line. Like like they just can't fit as many people in that store. I think it's the top performing per square foot store it's got to be in that mall other than wait uh, probably the tesla store probably has a better uh, sales per square foot of course you sell a hundred thousand dollar tesla that makes up for a lot of sell out jackets a uh, hundred to be precise on average i'd suspect uh, in other news uh, the uh, the canada's vertical 10 note uh, now in circulation so take a look out for that it's a beautiful note uh, and it is wonderful to see uh, the acknowledgement in our culture of uh, of um uh, women from from all cultures and backgrounds in our notes. So that's actually a milestone as well. So it's a double milestone. You both got uh, the vertical note, which is quite nice, uh, and uh, a broader acknowledgement of uh, a contribution to, uh, to Canada. Uh, article here from Canadian Retailer, Retailer's Great Transformation. So this is an article, um, and, and you may or may not like all or read all articles from Canadian Retailer. This one you should because it is... A, a hosted panel with uh, Willie Crew from KPMG, and uh, it's a panel with some fantastic uh, retailers. You've got folks from, from all over sitting with Willie Crew, 
uh, and it's several pages. It's about a personalized experience, and it really delves into the, the thinking of top, top leaders in uh, retail in Canada. So be sure and check that out in the Canadian Retailer. That can be, uh, you can get that at online. If you don't happen to get it in print, uh, you can just go to retailcouncil.org and you can pick that up. Amazon opens up its first ever retail space in Canada. This is Retail Insider. So they opened up, they being Amazon, opened up a, a, a fun Alexa-focused pop-up in, uh, in Eaton Center. It's open now. It's going to close uh, the end of the year, December 31. Uh, so it, it's an Alexa smart home pop-up. It's not Amazon 4-star. It's not Amazon Go. So everybody calm down. I, heard, I, I was out yesterday. Hey, did you hear Amazon's opened up a store? I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, anyway, it's good fun to check out. Do check it out. Um, always fun to see what uh, what Amazon and how they approach things feels. Of course, a lot more PR for Alexa than anything else. Uh, I'm sure this is a big another big year battleground for Alexa smart home devices. Alexa, Google, I've seen them all on sale aggressively, uh, and what a great uh, way for uh, a great opportunity to get these devices into homes. Uh, we just hope that um, you know they do more. Uh, federal government introduces legislation in Canada post-strike, uh, that in the Globe and Mail, I won't dwell on that, we've talked about that quite a bit. Um, I guess the only thing to say at this point in this juncture is there's still opportunity for a deal, but it's pretty hard, I think, for them to negotiate um, under a deal, given that they're going to get uh, they're going to get uh, legislated back, and, and we'll see how their challenge on uh, human rights goes. Anyway, I've said enough of that. Um Here's an issue that, uh, that this article actually isn't from this week, but it came to my attention. Um, gangs of teens swarming uh, Alberta Lethbridge stores. This is from the Calgary Sun, so there's actually some pictures of it. And, and I did an interview with uh, Alberta Live on this issue, so it really brought it to the forefront for me. Um, and even talking to uh, uh, loss prevention experts, um, Stephen O'Keefe. I had lunch with Stephen O'Keefe, who's a loss prevention uh, master. I've uh, been in the business for many years, and he was telling me about it. These roving gangs, it's organized retail crime, it's not random, uh, that rush in, uh, they've got pliers, they've got all the equipment necessary to cut off uh, the uh, security devices from uh, Apple stores and electronic stores, fashion. So it's it's a new version of kind of a smash and, and run, uh, and it's really troublesome because it's very violent. Uh, there's been fights where people try to get in their way. Uh, they've got pepper spray, knives apparently have come out. Uh, and I guess um, over and above the risk of organized retail crime, and this has started in Alberta for no uh, particularly great reason, probably just bad luck, um, but I'm sure it's going to start to move uh, to other provinces, uh, and, and we thank, uh, I'd thank the police services in, uh, in Edmonton and Calgary for jumping on top of this one, and I think that you know the, the degree of violence uh, that happens in store and the risk to consumers and associates has really caught their attention. And, you know, it's really a function of modern retail, right? So we we talk about this often on the podcast, and modern retail is about um, is about if you're running a store, uh, you know, you can't have product locked below the counter. This is really a function, I think, of, uh, of leveraging the fact that retailers have got to put the product on display. They've got to make it touchable. We've all been to a, a you know, a, an Apple store or a Microsoft store, the product's right there on the table. It's secured, but it's not anchored. It's not in concrete. Uh, so this grash, uh, smash and grab uh, has uh, has really been where organized retail crime (ORC) has, has found their weak spot. You know, there's not you know there's not much of a weak spot in terms of online transactions or in-store transactions. Those systems are pretty hardened. Anyway, so. Um, Good article, uh, frightening for sure. There's some videos here that kind of give you a sense. That from the Calgary Sun. 
Uh, moving on to retail around the world, dark side of holiday. Uh, shopping surges, so does record theft. Uh, you know, I guess this smash and grab is an import, one of those imports from uh, from the United States. Not that they uh, wanted it either. Um, article here in Forbes. Uh, ORC costs an average of uh, $778,000 per billion in sales in the last year, up 7%. Uh, and this is a great study on ORC by the National Retail Federation, uh, Retail Council of Canada's counterpart in the United States. So check that out in Forbes magazine. Uh, David's Bridal finds files for bankruptcy. This has kind of been a slow roll. It's been coming for a long time. Uh, lots of people nibbing at, uh, uh, at their heels for a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, so they've got about $400 million in debt. They went into Chapter 11, but um, none of the brides who put, placed their orders are going to lose their gowns. That would be, uh, geez, that would be uh, the end of David's Bridal uh, for sure. Uh, so they've, they've at least protected that. So, uh, you know, as you know, Chapter 11 isn't the end. It is freezing any claims that could be made against the business um, and often is a way for retailers to, uh, and anyone else really, to get out of real estate they no longer want. Having been through one of those myself, uh, it is a way to clean house and real estate. And actually, by the time you're at that place, you're, the malls want you out too because you're probably not generating the kind of revenue or traffic that they need you to do. And there's lots of others standing in line. There is no retail apocalypse, as I am fond of saying. All we, we see in the media, the number of stores are closed, but uh, we often don't talk about the numbers that are opening. And, that, and that's not insignificant at all. In fact, it probably exceeds the numbers that are being uh, closed. Uh, so that was David's Bridal. Uh, what next? Uh, Little to acquire 27 best market stores. So this is a, a, a small deal, you would think, for a big company. Um, but it's really important. And it's a surprise move. This is from Grocery Business that sets Little U.S. on a new growth trajectory. Um, it's a hard discounter. Uh, it's really, you know, it, it operates in New York and New Jersey and converts. This is where these um, best market stores. So it's really... A bit of a foothold, right? And, uh, you know, 27 stores, particularly in the U.S. market, is not much. But it's an important foothold. So let's uh, we'll watch that one carefully. Uh, speaking of closing stores, uh, Gap looking to close hundreds of stores aggressively, quickly and aggressively. Uh, this from uh, CNBC. So, you know, listen, at the end of the day, uh, there's too many stores, uh, who, no matter who you are. So Gap is, is kind of, I think, getting ahead of that and getting ahead of whatever news comes out of the holiday and uh, basically saying, uh, look, it, this great quote here from, uh, from their CEO, Art Peck, that range from the very best to the very worst stores is extremely broad, which is a way of saying that they've got a lot of underperforming stores and they'd just rather not have them and they'd just rather focus on .com. Uh, so just a clearing, I don't think gaps in any kind of, uh, any kind of risk any more than anyone else in that category, uh, which is very dynamic, but uh, there you go. Uh, Victoria's Secret facing a long slide. Uh, they just keep rolling themselves into trouble with different comments uh, around who is designed, so to speak, in their words, to wear Victoria's Secret lingerie. They it feels like they've lost, uh, they've lost the, the song, they've lost the, the tune a little bit. Um, so Al Brands on Monday, who owns Victoria's Secret, named uh, a Tory Burch president and former Club Monaco president and CEO John Minhas as CEO, uh, effectively replacing Jan Singer, who's resigned, uh, they've also named a new CEO for its pink label. I mean, the, the Victoria's Secret L Brands has a history. They will not uh, wait and watch to see how this develops. They realize they've got a problem. They're going to act fast. So um, we'll see how that rolls out for them in 2019. I expect uh, there will be a lot of changes at, uh, at Victoria's Secret, and they will uh, 
they will hear the call of, uh, of their customers, and, and it'll be very interesting to watch in 2019. News of retail entrepreneurs. Uh, Amazon's dominant, but local still has advantages. This We talk about often this from Recode. Uh, listen, there's a lot of advantages. Uh, we you know left ping Amazon for it, but there's a lot of advantages to local. Uh, you um, you know it's it's everything from the the unique assortment that's personalized to the neighborhood. It's about the service. It's about the location. A good article here summarizing that in Recode. Uh, on the not so positive, Vancouver's lone classical record store closing. This from Dive Hive from Vancouver. Forty years in business, Vancouver. Um, you know, it's, it, it is uh, Sikora's classical records is closing. Uh, after 40 years, they've just said, well, um, just not for us, and uh, we just can't make a go of it anymore. And similarly, uh, Dan Jardin Boutique uh, is closing in uh, Montreal for 35 years uh, in business. Uh, so they had uh, a, a manufacturing subsidiary as well, and they're going to close up shop. Uh, they just can't make a go of it. This from the Montreal Gazette. So we all know, uh, we all wish them well. Uh, we all know retail is a fiercely competitive uh, industry. So um, we can only wish the folks there well and their employees. Uh, let's move on to retail supply chain. Spotlight on retail supply chain. Great article in uh, Canadian Retail. Automation makes Canadian Tire DC a model of efficiency. It's a peak in their latest uh, Canadian Tires uh, DC, which are just state-of-the-art um, fantastic. Uh, this one in Bolton, uh, state-of-the-art DC. So it's a great article to check in. Um, Kroger and Ocado are building the first automated robot warehouse in Ohio. So Ocado is that uh, number one British grocery retailer. They run a, a warehouse that basically is out of a science fiction movie with a million robots moving around and picking picks. Uh, and Kroger did a uh, deal that they are Ocado is going to supply the um, infrastructure uh, to do their dot com and Sobeys in Canada not touched upon this article from Forbes, but Sobeys in Canada has the same deal. So look forward to a large Sobeys slash Ocado uh, warehouse, automated warehouse in the Toronto area, probably in 2020, if not 2019. Um, I think uh, Sobeys committed to have that up and going in 2020. Not a simple thing or quick thing to build. Sobeys clearly taking a a longer view on e-commerce that they'd rather do it right than jump in given where they are and all their other uh, issues that they're dealing with, uh, both uh, good issues, you know, they just bought Farm Boy, and uh, challenges where they're kind of consolidating, a bit of a mess created out west. Uh, speaking of uh, warehouses, UPS is building one in, uh, in Caledon, Ontario, 35,000 packages an hour, a fleet of more than 200 cars. Uh, so UPS clearly seeing, I think, a bit of weakness in, uh, in their traditional rival, Canada Post. Uh, so moving forward to build... Uh, a 35,000 package uh, per hour warehouse. That's so impressive. Uh, so uh, we'll wait to see that. And that's right in the Caledon area, near, uh, obviously near the 401, near the highway. Uh, moving on to spotlight on retail research. 59% of Canadians intend to spend at least some of their planned 2018 holiday spend on gift cards. This from uh, Retail Council of Canada's most excellent, uh, in partnership with Leger, a holiday shopping uh, survey. By the way, next week, if you're in the Toronto area, I am on. Uh, I am uh, giving a, pre- a quick preview, to 10, 15 minute kind of overview of this of the research at the Leger Wow event. Uh, that that's on Tuesday. Uh, you can check out my uh, my LinkedIn, and you can see uh, where to register. It's free uh, at at St James uh, Cathedral. It's got a nice event space there. Uh, so they'll be presenting. They being Leger presenting their Wow 
index who's doing it right. They've got some new components to that as well, which is, uh, which is digital. They've done some digital customer experience work as well, which is fun to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. Again, that's Tuesday the 27th, I believe. Uh, so if you need any more information on that, uh, check out my LinkedIn, uh, my LinkedIn page, and I'll put something up on my uh, my blog as well at meleblanc.company. Did I say who I was? I think I did. I'm not even sure I introduced myself at the beginning of this podcast, uh, which is hilarious uh, when you think about it. So I'm Michael LeBlanc, by the way, <laughs> president and founder of ME LeBlanc Company, uh, and here enjoying uh, this podcast and podcasting with you. Uh, other research, uh, more pickup, lots of pickup on that research. This from Global News talks about uh, different... Uh, amount of spend by province in Canada. Uh, the highest is uh, actually Atlantic Canada is the highest uh, in uh, in the 800s, and uh, Quebec is the lowest, 458. I don't that I don't think that's a reflection of the economy. Quebec's economy is on fire, uh, so I don't really it is what it is kind of thing. But it's kind of interesting to see the diversity. Um, I put in here there's a, a great book out and uh, watch for next week. Uh, and I'll put a note out uh, next week, and I'll talk about it next week's podcast. I'm putting together a list of books, uh, must-read books and gifts uh, that are related to retail and business. In here, I just nodded uh, Andrew Jennings' new book uh, that he uh, put out, well, it's new, couple released last month, um, and it offers tips from 35 of the world's retail CEOs. Great book. Uh, Andrew was the president and CEO of uh, Holt Renfrew uh, not too, too long ago. Uh, so great book to pick up, but uh, I'll be uh, putting a list in my blog of all the books I think you should uh, have. If you didn't, um, you might want to read or might want to gift to your clients or friends uh, for the holiday. So look for that next week. I'll chat about that a little bit as well next in the, our next blog. Uh, I mentioned the customer, the Wow Customer Index. Here it is on a piece of paper in front of me, uh, November twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Uh, so that's in Toronto. It's free to attend. And uh, it's great, fun networking, and uh, you know you're in and out of there after breakfast. So it's a it's a way to decompress, perhaps after Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Um, survey suggests this from uh, from Grocery News uh, uh, suggests shoppers approve of self checkout. Uh, so this survey done here by um, by the folks at Dalhousie, uh, and uh, I had the opportunity to comment on this. I was asked to comment on it from uh, Radio in Winnipeg. And basically, it, you know, it's interesting that the the, um, the discussion or the questions were asked, is self-serve a job killer? Because you do hear and see some of that, like there's some people who just won't shop or use self-serve because it is uh, perceived as, as a way to eliminate jobs. My response to that uh, now here and in the radio was that's not the objective. The objective is, uh, A, customers want it, so they want a faster checkout process, uh, and B, uh, it allows retailers on the whole, to repurpose uh, that staff and those hours and put them into where they can add value, somewhere else in the store, back in the store. And that could be in the cheese section, helping people choose the right cheese for their wine, or it could be um, it could be anywhere, stocking shelves to make sure that, that people find what they're looking for. Uh, so anyway, uh, check that article out. Great research there. Uh, wrapping up, news and resources from Retail Council of Canada. If you're in the grocery business, they've got a safe food for Canadians handling meeting regulatory requirements. This is edition number two. Great guide, a members-only guide. Uh, if, as well, you're a member of Retail Council of Canada, Sonny Brar and his team do an amazing job of running the safety group. Uh, that's a, a, a group where you join and uh, the Ontario government for retailers who operate in Ontario, uh, that they... Um, that they share a, a pot of dollars based on their 
uh, retailers the participants' ability to uh, to adhere to safety this year, sharing five hundred thousand in rebate returns uh, to uh, to the companies that uh, that uh, participated. I look through the crowd, I see some familiar faces. So, uh, congratulations to Sunny Sunny Brar for that from uh, Retail Council of Canada. And that's a bit about a wrap. Uh, that's a wrap for uh, this edition of the Voice of Retail podcast. Uh, in conjunction with Retail Council of Canada and sponsored, generously sponsored by Stream Commerce, uh, fastest growing Shopify Plus agency in North America. Uh, it's a, Stream is a full service digital commerce agency that uniquely provides a comprehensive suite of end and e com solutions. Uh, design and build, optimize conversion, and collaborate with you post launch to grow. So it's a nice solution. They're not a, it's not a, you don't have to put a patchwork of agencies or people together. Uh, you know, Ted Starkman, who runs that business, uh, is a veteran retailer and can both provide you guidance on what and how to do, then helps you build the site, and then his team helps you market the site and drives traffic. So it's a one, two, three punch. So be sure and check that out at uh, streamcommerce.com, all on the Shop- Shopify Plus platform, which has proved itself over and over again, uh, even notwithstanding their involvement in this. Uh, you know, I was very uh, keen to see how the Shopify Plus platform performed for like the launch of Cannabis on the 17th and for those provinces like Ontario uh, that chose Shopify Plus as the platform it 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 uh, it performed uh, wonderfully uh, taking that kind of uh, that kind of volume and god bless if you could get that kind of volume 100,000 orders in a day uh, so anyway uh, that's been the podcast uh, the voice of retail podcast lots of fun stuff going on next week maybe a little bit of uh, 411 about how uh, black friday cyber monday panned out we'll certainly get some updates on uh, the canada post situation, whether the mail and packages are flowing the way they need to be. Uh, So uh, with all that, I'm Michael LeBlanc from uh, President Founder or Founder and Principal of M.E. LeBlanc Company, and we'll talk next week.